Angie for breakfast. Triple M's inbox. Hey, welcome to my podcast. It's Angie for breakfast, but sort of more behind the scenes where we're going to explore what pops in to our DMs. Now, this could be from my personal social media. It could be from the work one. It could be text from you, emails, whatever you want to talk about. Sometimes it'll be funny. Sometimes we might hit a nerve, but who knows? It's the Southwest. We're a diverse and varied people, and I'd like to think we're going to have some candid conversations here. So get involved. Today was a really big day on the show. The Queen of England died. Doesn't That sort of event doesn't happen very often. I chucked the whole show out, all the comps, all the regular segments, everything, and uh, just played it straight down the line out of respect. Next week, be a different story. But it did mean that I got a text into my inbox this morning from the unofficial mayor of the Margaret River region. It was Ads Kennedy. And all he said to me was, Steph Gilmore, the queen, wins eighth title. So here's what Ads wanted to say. Ah, morning, Ads. How are you, mate? Well, it's a big one today, Adzi. How are you? Oh, look, mate, I'm, uh, you know, I'm emotional as well uh, for many reasons, but... Uh... You know, the Queen is dead, but long live the Queen. That is Stephanie Gilmore, eight times world champion from the Gold Coast of Australia, has just rewritten the history books. Uh, she's now the greatest competitive women surfer ever by winning eight world titles. She did it really, um, mate, she did it. She chose the hard path and came all the way from fifth place, which means she had to surf um, way more heats than anybody else to, to, to reach the... Um, Hawaiian multiple world champion, Carissa Moore, who only had to surf against Stephanie and Steph had to beat like three other people first. And mate, she just put on an absolute clinic of one of the most beautiful displays of surfing you'll ever see. So that was pretty exciting. That's all happened like in the wee hours of our morning. Well, there's been Uh, a lot going on in the wee hours of the morning in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's sort of nice to get our heads out of the the monarchy space and then, you know, talk about the the queen of the waves, Steph Gilmore. So uh, what was her performance like? Mate, it was unbelievable, actually. she. uh, Funnily enough, you can find, I reckon, 50% of male surfers in the world, when asked who are their favourite surfers, a lot of them will say Stephanie Gilmore, which is... A bit of an anomaly, um, you know, coming from the male surfing world, but she just has one of the most beautiful styles, male or female, in the world, and and she always rates a mention in in every pro surfer um, favourite surfers list. Stephanie Gilmore is always up there, and it's quite often she's their number one favourite. So that's saying Brilliant. something. And and the waves just really suited her today, where she really got to use that style that she um that she developed growing up on the long right hand point breaks of Queensland and. Mate, it, she d- did it in a dominating fashion. Just absolutely blitzed every single person she came up against, starting at fifth and came all the way through for her eighth world title. So unbelievable performance. All right, Ads. Now, I'm really stoked about Steph as a, as a great yes. one. You know, Queensland, I'm, I'm from Cairns. Couldn't be more yeah, proud, but I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, waiting, I'm waiting to hear uh, about our, uh, well, our boy. You know, Jack, no, there's been let, some sadness. No, oh God, sadness, let me let me give no. a bit of context. If you didn't hear my catch up with um, Namu earlier in the week for uh, sports other than football, we were talking about the fact that yep. local legend from Margaret River, and regardless of what you're going to tell me, ads, he is a legend. He's number he two in the world as he went into the competition, and we've all been waiting to hear how he did. Uh, mates, I woke up 
at quarter to three this morning to catch his heat, as I'm sure plenty of West Aussies did. And unfortunately, the man who has just pulled out so many magic tricks this year came up against a former world champion from Brazil, Atalo Ferreira. And, mate, he just – he surfed well. He couldn't really get his momentum going. And then right with about five minutes to go, he just made a crucial wave selection error that uh, where he didn't get a score. And, and then he, uh, the Brazilian behind him got the score. And and then in the dying seconds, Jack got it, the best wave of his heat, but it was too little, too late. And unfortunately, he got bundled out. And uh, we had to watch an all-Brazilian male final, which was pretty upsetting because the Brazilians have been dominating uh, for the last last decade, really. Gutted so, yeah, pretty for sad. Jack. Jack. Yeah, oh, mate, I'm totally gutted. I couldn't get I couldn't get back to sleep. I was upset. Uh, you know, the Queen had died. Robbo had been bundled out. It was a tough morning. Oh, mate. You know, well, but... do you know what? He's 24 years young, and exactly. it's not over for him. It's not. He's got a huge career ahead of him, and uh, you know, those people that don't know surfing, um, that where the where the titles were decided this year is in quite small um, waves that aren't of great consequence, whereas Jack Robinson is known as the absolute best in the world when it comes to really serious heavy waves, which is a product of uh, the Margaret River region, um, having quite heavy waves around here. So if the pot, uh, title was decided in, in waves that were uh, bigger and scarier, uh, he would have won undoubtedly. The, <laughs> the winner, Philippe Toledo, who, who won his first world title, is, noted, is is noted for not being any good in big, scary waves. So it's unfortunate that, uh, that where they chose to decide the title this year didn't suit Jack Robinson, but even still, he can get it done in all conditions, and today just wasn't his day. But... Hopefully next year the title showdown will happen in a wave of consequence, a wave of truth, and Jack <laughs> Robbo will, will Jack Robbo will be there and he'll be winning for sure. He's got multiple titles ahead of him. Yes, he certainly does. And adds, I don't know if this is going to help you at all today, but I've I've got a little saying that I I like to use quite frequently here on Triple M Southwest. You don't have to be number one to be rock and roll. And in fact, some of our favourite songs from the old school rockers from way back that are still popular today never made it to number one. So you know what? There you go. That interview was supposed to go to air, but, you know, it's radio. Sometimes you've got to chuck the show out and start again when it's a big news day like it was on this particular day. Just before I get out of here, I also want to let you know that there will be extra clues on here for Sound the Southwest and sometimes a head start on competitions that are coming. So this was one of the guesses on Sound the Southwest this week. Okay, are you banging out your coffee filter in a national park in Nana? Emily's guess was very clever and I tend not to say too much on air about it because I give away too many clues. But for you, it is in the Shire of Nanup. It is in a national park, but it's quite convoluted and confusing. I'll be better at this next week. If you want to join in on this podcast, I do need to hear from you. Southwest at triple m.com.au. That's the inbox. Or you can contact me on social media, Instagram, call me, whatever it is. But let's see how we go with this. I can't wait to hear from you. Southwest at triple m.com.au. Thanks for a great week and I'll catch you again soon.